Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of The Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Hello. Greetings from the Greek islands. I'm going to be here all month, I expect. I I think. We'll see what God has to say. And we just finished the Greek retreat with Gary Renard, Maria Felipe, Patricia Black, and myself. And it was lovely. We had people from all over the world joining together. And uh, you can... Still get the live stream. We're still uploading the videos. People have been letting me know that uh, they're enjoying those videos. So if you're interested in that, that's acimretreat.com, acimretreat.com. And uh, I'm already looking forward to doing the next one. So I'm thinking maybe Mexico in February. Stay tuned. Yeah, it's just a beautiful gathering of like-minded souls. Very nourishing, very healing, lots of fun, lots of good play time and connection time. Really, really powerful. And uh, now we are living the miracle. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I'm so grateful to uh, share with you these teachings of A Course in Miracles, I just fall more and more in love with them all the time. And I'm just so grateful for them. Oh, so beautiful, so powerful. And I don't know about you, but uh, there is so much clarity coming through right now. And of course, that clarity also reveals what isn't working, what hasn't been working, where we've been trying to control, manage, and manipulate things. So all of this is being illuminated for everyone right now. And it's a very powerful time to let the past go. Let it go. So if you're feeling uh, anxious, worried, stressed, upset, unhappy, let the past go because you're dragging it with you. And how do we do that? Forgiveness. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that today. And uh, yeah, I'm just on fire to share. I really am, and <laughs> I'm so so grateful for this beautiful teaching and this beautiful practice. So let's begin with a prayer. We take a breath of love and gratitude and we open our heart and mind to the infinite intelligence that is always leading us and guiding us to the truth, which is our true identity. So breathing deeply, breathing in love, breathing out gratitude, we open our hearts and minds to the unlimited, the unprecedented, the awakened life of love. We're willing to see ourselves correctly. We're willing to see our brothers and sisters correctly. We're willing to know the truth. In grace and gratitude, we consciously are choosing love, compassion, willingness, patience, generosity, freedom. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Alrighty, so uh, as usual, Spirit was guiding me, and so <laughs> one of the places I guided to uh, for us to share about today is Chapter 2, 
separation and the atonement, chapter 2. And, you know, uh, I, I, I love the way A Course in Miracles is consistently showing us the same thing over and over again, over and over and over and over again, just sharing the same things. And it's so helpful. It really is. And we're grateful that we can ultimately see the truth somehow, some way, in one part of the teaching or another. And how do we do that? It's, of course, through our willingness. So we're willing and willing and willing. Yes. And what's happening, I know for so many of us, is that we're opening to the highest possibility in our life. We really are. And how are we going to get there? We're going to get there through forgiveness. That's what A Course in Miracles is all about. The whole thing is about assisting us in remembering to choose forgiveness. And this origins of separation, very helpful to us. Gosh, I love chapter 2 in the text. I just, there's not a day that I do not go back to it in some way, shape, or form. So, it's talking about extension. So, extension is when we open our mind to the unity of all life. We extend and share love with our brothers and sisters, consciously, unconsciously. Uh, we don't have to do it in the world of form. So, in other words, we can extend love to our brothers and sisters uh, without words, without anything in the world of form. It says to extend is a fundamental aspect of God which he gave to his son. In the creation, God extended himself to his creations and imbued them with the same loving will to create. So will is capitalized, so we're recognizing that that's a reference to divine will. So we have the same will as God. We are God's creations, and we are imbued with the same loving will to create. It says, you've not only been fully created, but have also been created perfect. What a wonderful reminder that we've been created perfect. And... I recognize that it can be so challenging... To see ourselves and others as perfect. And how do we get there when the temptation is to judge, to say there's something wrong with people, to say that they're bad, to say that they don't deserve love, we're going to shut them down, shut them out, cut them out. Uh, There's always this temptation to separate, separate, separate. The healing comes when we join. So the healing comes when we open our heart in compassion. And when we open our heart in compassion to others, we do it for ourselves. Because all is one. The most painful thing I have ever experienced is closing my heart to anyone. That's the most painful thing I'm aware of ever experiencing it. And... The more I open my heart in love to everyone, the more free I feel. The less worry, doubt, fear, anxiety, frustration, upset of any kind. So this extension of compassion and love is our ticket out of suffering. So it says here, there is no emptiness in you. So we're created perfect. There's no emptiness. There's no lack in us. Because of your likeness to your creator, you are creative. Creativity is a spiritual quality of God. It's part of our true nature. No child of God can lose this ability because it is inherent in what he is. But we can use it inappropriately by projecting. So projection... 
So using our thought to miscreate, to project. What we're doing is in this illusory 3D experience when we're projecting, we're literally taking a false belief and projecting it onto the screen of our life. And then what happens is we're not seeing clearly. We're not hearing clearly. We're not cognizing clearly. We're not feeling clearly. It's a total misperception that we have made by projecting our belief onto the screen of life. And this is what we can do with our thought and our belief is to project onto the screen of our life, our experience, our emotional body, our physical body, our mental body, fabrications, things that we've made up, judgments, fantasies, etc. The inappropriate use of extension or projection occurs when you believe that some emptiness or lack exists in you and that you can fill it with your own ideas instead of truth. This process involves the following steps. All right, and it's, uh, it's also when we believe that there's some emptiness or lack in others. First, you believe that what God created can be changed by your own mind. So, if you believe that what God created, and that's you, that's your brother, that's your sister, when you believe that any being can be somehow changed to now be lacking or in limitation, then you're making stuff up. And this is the origin of separation. Second, you believe that what is perfect can be rendered imperfect or lacking. So one thing we can do is in dealing with uh, a world of humanity is recognize that people's choices, like let's say someone is a liar or someone makes agreements with you that they don't keep. It could seem as though they're betraying you. It could seem as though they are, oh, um, hurting you, uh, that they're being negative in some way, uh, any of those kinds of things. Well, first of all, we, that if we if that's our belief about it, we we are not in alignment with the course because the course tells us everything is truly helpful. And when we're willing to accept that and to allow the insight and the clarity to come into our mind, then it will. And I know the truth of that one. So if you believe that what is perfect can be rendered imperfect or lacking, you've lost your mind. You are truly using your mind to create a sense of separation. Third, you believe that you can distort the creations of God, including yourself. So somehow you could make yourself, you who are perfect, imperfect by the choices, by the thoughts that you think. It's not possible. Fourth, you believe that you can create yourself and that the direction of your own creation is up to you. So this is the being independent of God, that somehow you have to make yourself better because there's something lacking in you and that you can somehow make yourself perfect, which of course assumes that you're not already perfect. So it says these related distortions represent a picture of what actually occurred in the separation or the detour into fear. Very clear. So when we look at this with clarity, when we look at it together, one of the things that we can recognize is that we're the ones who are thinking that we have the power to take what God made and create it perfect and somehow change that, degrade that, when it's just not possible. 
we can perceive that it's possible, but that still does not make it so. So none of these options in thinking appeared, um, sorry, existed before the separation. And, ha ha ha, nor does it actually exist now. Everything God created is like God. Extension, as undertaken by God, is similar to the inner radiance that the children of the Father inherit from Him. So that inner radiance there is a reference to the great rays. There are a number of references to us as expressions of the great rays, that this is our true identity, that we are truly light beings, and when we are willing to see that in ourselves, then we'll be truly accepting the atonement for ourselves, we'll be returning to Christ's mind. I just love this. It's so beautiful. Yes. So the the inner radiance, the real source, it says here, is eternal. This is as true of the Son as of the Father. So we are the Son of God. In this sense, the creation includes both the creation of the Son by God and the Son's creations when his mind is healed. So when our mind is healed, then we're not miscreating. When our mind is healed, then we are truly in alignment with divine will. So part of our journey in this world is to recognize that in the illusion, we can have the experience of free will. And the greatest gift that we can give ourselves, God, and all humanity is to align our free will with divine will, recognizing that divine will is the only true will that there is, and it is our will, because we are one with God. We are extensions of God. Yes, I love it. So, it, and it says right here, in it, the, uh, the, the, Radiance, the real source, is internal. The real source of the radiance is internal. This is as true of the Son as of the Father. In this sense, the creation includes both the creation of the Son by God and the Son's creation when his mind is healed. This requires God's endowment of the Son with free will because all loving creation is freely given in one continuous line in which all aspects are of the same order all right so we're one we're of the same order this is what is true for us so we're grateful and thankful to accept this oh yeah so grateful to accept it. Oh, yes. All right. So it's time for me to move into a break. And let me just mention before I go that the Living a Course in Miracles classes are on. We've had six of the 16 classes. We have 10 more free classes. And I'm very excited to share those with you. This week we have... Tam McKeeves is our teacher, and we're going to be talking about allowing the miracle at work, in career, in the workplace, in creativity. A wonderful topic. Tama is a great teacher. We always have a lot of fun. Oh my gosh, time always goes by so fast when Tama and I are together. <laughs> the last time we were together, she kept me up till like 2 o'clock in the morning. Finally, I said, damn, I have to go to bed. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to those classes this week. And you can still register at livingacourseofmiracles.com. All the classes are totally free. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course of Miracles on Unity Online Radio. And I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love. 
be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. All right. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the origins of separation, and really it's about living the miracle. That's what I'm leading to here, or the Holy Spirit is leading me, us, all of us, too. So some of the, the things that are in this beautiful section, the origins of separation in Chapter 2, which is entitled The Separation in the Atonement. I love Chapter 2. It says in um, Paragraph 3, the Garden of Eden or the pre-separation condition, was a state of mind in which nothing was needed. When Adam listened to the, quote, lies of the serpent, end quote, all he heard was untruth. You do not have to continue to believe what is not true unless you choose to do so. All that can literally disappear in the twinkling of an eye because it is merely a misperception. What is seen in dreams seems to be very real. Yet the Bible says that a deep sleep fell upon Adam and nowhere is there a reference to his waking up. The world has not yet experienced any comprehensive reawakening or rebirth. Such a rebirth is impossible as long as you continue to project or miscreate. It still remains within you, however, to extend as God extended his spirit to you. In reality, this is your only choice because your free will was given you for your joy in creating the perfect. So, as we are created in the image and likeness of God, which is perfect. And our free will was given to us for our joy in doing exactly as God does. Extension, creating that which is perfect. Yes. (laughs) So it's just like if you have an apple tree, the fruit of the apple tree is going to be apples. We're the, the tree of God. We're the perfect apples of God. And if you plant the seeds of our true nature, all you're going to get is perfection. Paragraph 4 here says, All fear is ultimately reducible to the basic misperception that you have the ability to usurp the power of God. Of course, you neither can nor have been able to do this. Here is the real basis for your escape from fear. The escape from fear is brought about by your acceptance of the atonement, which means you accept that this world is not real. Separation never occurred, which enables you to realize that your errors never really occurred. So this obviously is a constant theme uh, in my life and in these teachings, which is that don't make the world real. Recognize what it's for. It's We can return to the Garden of Eden where we want for nothing. We need nothing. And all it takes is a shift in our mind. And I look, I, I know how challenging that shift can be. However, it can also be easier and easier. And here is the thing that makes it easier. Forgiveness. Forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness. What is forgiveness? Forgiveness is non-judgment. That's what forgiveness is. Non-judgment. So, for me, in my practice of forgiveness, I use, I don't know what anything is for, but I'd like to. So, I don't know what anything is for. That lesson really helps me. Also, of course, the early lessons where we recognize that nothing that we see in this world has any 
meaning other than what we give to it. This is We've given everything in the world the meaning that it has for us. For us. We don't know what anything is for. Because we have given it the meaning that it has for us. We've assigned to it a meaning that represents, that represents this belief in separation. So, releasing the judgment is how we practice true forgiveness. And for me, one of the most powerful, powerful, beautiful understandings I have that has just helped me so much to feel free, to feel peaceful, to feel harmonious, to feel aligned and compassionate and joyful is in each and every moment, what I'm interested in is seeing, knowing, feeling, hearing, and accepting the highest and best choice that there is. The most loving, most compassionate choice there is. Now, of course, like most people, I experience that I fall short of that. Each and every day, there are a number of ways I fall short of that. And I can judge myself for it, or I can have compassion. Everyone I know practically falls short of it too. I can judge them or I can have compassion. I can extend love. I can see my brothers and sisters in the perfection that they truly are rather than the projection, which is the meaning that I have made of it. I'm just not interested in seeing the meaning I've made of it anymore. I'm really interested in seeing the truth. And yet, I'm still in this mind training. Thank God for A Course in Miracles because my mind can really use the training. And I am grateful to practice each and every day. So there's a temptation to look at things and say, oh, this is not good, this is bad, this is wrong. And then what happens is we begin to feel afraid, we begin to feel worried, we begin to feel anxious, we begin to feel ashamed uh, if we're judging ourselves if we're judging others we might go into blame blame them for our feelings blame them for our upset uh, we might point fingers at people and say you're out of integrity oh yeah that's a favorite one to point the finger at the spiritual teacher and say you're out of integrity i used to do that and then i just realized i don't know what anything is for how do i know if they're out of integrity Maybe they're helping me to learn something in the most perfect way. Maybe they're offering me an opportunity to have compassion for myself and the choices that I've made in the past. Now, here, come to visit me again. What a blessing. Let me accept the blessing. Let me see my brothers and sisters as they truly are and to forget forever the meaning that I have made of everything that is causing my suffering so how do we do that we say i'm choosing the highest and best for all i'm choosing love and compassion there's nothing to forgive because this world is an illusion it is a projection Uh, i know one of the things that uh Carrie renard and i have in common is that we both are really aware this world is an illusion and we're aware of the constant temptation to make it real so whenever there's an upset we're saying oh it's real it's real and i know what it's for of course we're never upset for the reason we think so when we're consistently choosing to energize I'm making the highest and best choice. I'm making the highest and just best choice. I'm interested in the highest and best choice, the most loving, most compassionate choice for all. This is what I'm interested in seeing, knowing, feeling, hear, hearing, and accepting. Yes, yes, yes. Then we're much more likely to choose it. And when things seem to go hmm, in a direction that we didn't intend, didn't wish for, 
didn't prepare for, don't feel comfortable with, when things seem to go in a direction that is less than good, or even where the ego is thinking bad, wrong, (laughs) and other um, even more intense thoughts of attack and lack. Well, what I realized that I have the ability to do And I have found great, great relief from suffering in doing is to say, well, I'm only interested in choosing the very highest and best that I can see, that I can recognize. That's what I'm interested in. And so this situation, this circumstance, which may not be what I would have liked or chosen for myself, I can still know that even if it seems like there's a seeming loss here, that it is the highest and best. How wonderful is that? How wonderful is that? That even when things are not as though they're not as I wish them to be, I can still know that they're the highest and best. Even if that includes what seems like loss, financial loss, relationship loss, um, health loss, all kinds of things. I don't know what anything is for, but I'd like to. I'm only choosing the highest and best, so therefore this must be the highest and best. So A Course in Miracles tells us in a number of places in the uh, development of trust section in the Manual for Teachers in Lesson 135, Paragraph 18, it tells us that everything is truly helpful. Everything is designed for our good. Everything is gently planned by one who loves us and is fully invested in our waking up. So why, if we believed that, would we ever label something bad or wrong, right? How could we ever be hurt or angry, right? No, those, we can only be hurt and angry and afraid when we move into judgment, into opinion, into thoughts of lack, attack, limitation, and separation. It's the only way. Even the slightest frustration means that there is some thought operating of separation. Now, here's the good news. We can release the judgment even without cognizing it, even without identifying it. And that's what I love about working in the invisible and working in spirit. Now, in um, this chapter 2, it says here, and we're in paragraph 4 here, it says here, the escape from hell, basically, is brought about by your acceptance of the atonement. So your acceptance that this world is not real, there is no separation. And it this acceptance of the atonement, which really is, you can just start with, I accept the atonement. I am willing to truly understand that this world is an illusion. I'm accepting the atonement for myself. And that enables you to realize that your errors never really occurred. And neither did anybody else's. Well, if they never really occurred, and we're still perfect, whole, and complete in spirit, we are still, as God created us, what's there to be upset about? Can you remember what it might be? Yeah, exactly. So it says here, only after the deep sleep fell upon Adam could he experience nightmares. If a light is suddenly turned on while someone is dreaming a fearful dream, he may initially interpret the light itself as part of his dream and be afraid of it. However, when he awakens, the light is correctly perceived as the release from the dream, which is then no longer accorded reality. This release does not depend on illusions. The knowledge that illuminates not only sets you free, but also shows you clearly that you are 
free. So, the light that, that is being uh, spoken of here, where it says, if a light is suddenly turned on while someone is dreaming a fearful dream, he may initially interpret the light itself as part of his dream and be afraid of it. So here we are, we're, we're having this human experience, and many of us are, it's a nightmare experience. The light suddenly being turned on means that our mind is opening to perceive more clearly. We're more clearly perceiving that we have chosen to miscreate time and time again. Now, there's the option then to go into shame and to blame and to regret and to guilt and all of that for our miscreation. But when we do that, we're making it real. And I know for myself, one of the most strong patterns in my mind was to feel badly about myself for any number of reasons. Any number of reasons. I mean, just even opposing reasons to feel bad about myself, to judge myself. But I've realized there's just no benefit to judging anyone, including myself. So let me dissolve and resolve the patterns of lack and attack. How do I do that? I do that by really invoking the Holy Spirit into my mind. So we're experiencing this light pouring into our minds now. And so what I I really see so many people experiencing, including myself, is more illumination, that inner radiance that we were just talking about at the beginning of this section, that inner radiance is being turned on. And that allows us to see and hear and feel and know more clearly our choices for separation and other people's as well. And the only appropriate response to anyone's choice of separation is to have compassion. Deep and abiding compassion. Because anyone who is consciously energizing upset, lack and attack, judgment, love is the healer every time. Love is the healer every time. Love is forgiveness. Forgiveness is non-judgment. Forgiveness is the way out of fear. Forgiveness is the way out of separation. Forgiveness is the way out of suffering. This is the message of A Course in Miracles. Oh, so grateful that we have forgiveness, that we can forgive. Right? If we couldn't forgive, we'd be stuck forever in this experience of separation. And thank God for the upset that alerts us to the fact that we need to choose again and we forgot to choose love. Anytime that we're blaming the world for our upset, we're avoiding our wake-up call. How many times have we done that? Doesn't matter. Time to choose again right now. Oh yeah, I love it. Oh, yes. So again, the Living a Course in Miracles classes are on this week. We have 10 more classes for you, totally free, at livingacourseinmiracles.com. Right now, you're listening to me, Jennifer Hadley. A Course in Miracles, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk on Unity Online Radio. And I'll be right back. Unity World Day of Prayer is Thursday, September 11th. This year's theme is, We are the light of the world. Let your light shine. Please join us as we amplify the power of prayer by shining love and compassion around the world. There are several ways to participate. Visit worlddayofprayer.org for more information about this sacred event. Join us and let your light shine. If I were brave, I'd walk the razor's edge Where fools and dreamers dare to tread And never lose faith How is life working for you? 
Would it be okay with you if life got easier, simpler, yet more meaningful and vibrant? Join certified life coach Carla McClellan Tuesday afternoons for Vibrant Living. Each week, Coach Carla and her guests will share strategies and solutions designed to make your life more vibrant. Is there something in your life you'd like help with? A dream you'd like to achieve? A relationship you'd like to improve? Call into the show toll-free for Coaching with Carla. That's Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What if we're all meant to do what we secretly dream? been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. I'm Jennifer Hadley. Thanks for rejoining me. And uh, I'm coming to you from Greece, where the internet connection out here on the Greek islands is a bit spotty. So I'm, I'm told that my voice sometimes slows down. Sounds like I'm on medication, which I am. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. Um, <laughs> so I think this is such a helpful section here, where it says, Our release from the dream, the nightmare of separation, does not depend in any way on anything happening within the illusion. The knowledge that illuminates not only sets you free, but also shows you clearly that you are free. Yes. Whatever lies you may believe are of no concern to the miracle which can heal any of them with equal ease. Yes, the miracle makes no distinction among misperceptions. Its sole concern is to distinguish between truth on the one hand and error on the other. Some miracles may seem to be of greater magnitude than others, but remember the first principle in this course There is no order of difficulty in miracles. In reality, you are perfectly unaffected by all expressions of lack of love. These can be from yourself and others, from yourself to others, or from others to you. Peace is an attribute in you. You cannot find it outside. So if you're trying to manage, control, and manipulate the things on the screen to bring you peace, you've lost your mind. You're living the nightmare. Peace is within you. You cannot find it outside. Illness is some form of external searching. Illness is a form of external searching. Health is inner peace. It enables you to remain unshaken by lack of love from without and capable through your acceptance of miracles of correcting the conditions proceeding from lack of love in others. Yes. Let us remain unshaken by lack of love from without and through our acceptance of miracles, correcting the conditions, proceeding from lack of love in others. So, miracle is when we align with the truth, the thought system of God, and we remove our investment in the ego thought system, which is the illusion. The fear-based, crazy thinking. And the craziest thought of all is really that there is a lack of any kind. Yes, 
So we're all perfect, we're all whole, and we're all one. And we can choose to remember this. So for me, that's the thing is to consistently affirm throughout the day, I'm interested in the oneness. I'm interested in knowing the oneness, revealing the oneness, sharing the oneness. And of course, I have moments when I forget that and I get caught in the illusion. And when that happens, I hope that anyone who is around me who says they care for me, that they will help me by extending love and and just gently waking me up, right? So let's say that you're driving in the car with someone and they're they're driving or, or you're driving, either one, and whoever is driving falls asleep at the wheel. Right? You forget what you're really doing. You fall asleep at the wheel. Well, of course, if you really fall asleep at the wheel, it's possible to crash and die, to crash and burn, to crash and have injury. So wouldn't you like someone to gently wake you up if you were falling asleep at the wheel? You wouldn't want someone to shout because you might turn the wheel and crash, but to gently help you. To come back to consciousness. You know, someone who would hold the wheel for a moment. In other words, hold the vision of perfect alignment with you for a moment. To see you as you truly are and not to project onto you anything. But you see, many of us are caught in special relationships rather than holy relationship. And if you have a special relationship with someone, you know what? They're going to let you down. You're not going to perceive them correctly. And you're going to project your sense of lack and limitation on them. Yeah, you're going to have needs and wants that you're not even going to explain to them, and you're going to have expectations that you're not going to tell them about, and your relationship is going to be, of course, ego-based. That's a special relationship. And you know you have a special relationship with someone when you are in a dance of frustration and irritation, wanting, needing, craving, having aversions, all of that. It's quite a messy dance, and it's definitely a painful dance. How do we get out of that? The healed relationship, the holy relationship. And I've done a lot of episodes of this show on the holy relationship, the healed relationship. At livingacourseofmiracles.com, we did 16 classes on the holy relationship earlier this year. And you can actually, you can still purchase those classes. Uh, originally, they were free, and now they're for purchase. Uh, it's just $87 to get all 16 classes on the holy relationship. But there's also at least eight episodes, at least eight, probably more like ten, of this radio show that are about relationship, holy relationship. Um, February 2012, February 2014, this year, uh, both of those months, I, I did a number of shows all about relationship, relationship healing, and now's the time to really do dig in and do the deep work in your relationships. It's the perfect time. Uh, I know I, I heard somebody recently saying they were going to end a relationship. Well, let me just say, if you're one with everyone and you're all eternal, how, how are you going to end a relationship between two beings who are one with each other and they're eternal? I'm just, what? How do you end that relationship? It's not even possible, so let us not fantasize that it is. Only the ego wants to end the relationship, right? So spirit wants to heal, doesn't want. Spirit is calling us to heal the relationship, not end the relationship. Transform it by divine alchemy. How do we get there? 
Forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness. What is forgiveness? It's non-judgment. It's extending love. It's extending compassion. Yes, yes, yes. In the next section, the in chapter 2, it's called the atonement as defense. It says, you can do anything I asked. I ask, I have asked you to perform miracles and have made it clear the miracles are natural, corrective, healing, and universal. There's nothing they can't do, but they can't be performed in the spirit of doubt or fear. When you're afraid of anything, you are acknowledging its power to hurt you. Remember that where your heart is, there is your treasure also. Where your heart is, there is your treasure also. The kingdom is within. Seek first the kingdom, which is within, and all else will be added unto you. You believe what you value. If you are afraid, you are valuing wrongly. Yes. Yes. Let us deny the error is happening let us deny that this world is real rather than make it real this is the power that we have so we align with the higher holy spirit self in order to do this we are grateful and thankful that we can do it we open ourselves to the unlimited so let's place our hand on our heart and take that holy breath of love and gratitude in the name of god beloved i am that i am we declare that we are willing to see and know and feel and hear the truth that sets us free we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them in grace and gratitude we simply allow it to be and so it is Amen, amen, amen. We're living a miraculous life, and our greatest tool is forgiveness. I love you. Have a great week. Mwah.